Hi, I'm your host, Anthony Giorgio, and you're listening to another episode of QT, Queer Teen Podcast, encouraging the next generation of queer youth from across the world to stand up for what's right. begin a message from some fantastic podcast inside of the Upford Network. I'm Tefra Jemian, the producer and host of the Yeah Podcast, a young adult lit review podcast focusing on amplifying the diverse voices in YA literature. Join us as we dig into the world of young adult books, reviewing new releases, revisiting old classics, and exploring what YA lit can teach us at any age. Discover the world of YA Lit through exclusive author interviews, book reviews, genre smackdowns, and more. The Yeah Podcast, available through the Upward Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and wherever else you find your podcasts. This is our book club, and you're invited. Yeah! Dungeons, Dragons, Canada, the Multiverse Theory, Corgis, Queer Representation, French, Reconciliation, Angels, Demons, Squirrels, Moose, Moose and Squirrels, Sorcerers, Dinosaurs, Forests, Giants, Rogues, Warlocks, Plains, Sewers, Lavender, Natural Toonie, a Canadian Dungeons and Dragons podcast, right here on the Upford Network. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Queer Teen Podcast. Podcast. I'm excited about my next guest. I'm going to let them introduce themselves to you. Take it away. All right, so I'm Tyler. Um, My pronouns are he, him, his. Um, I've been out since I was 14. um, And I am just happy to be here, happy to be gay, happy to be queer. And um, yeah, and I'm just honestly just uh, so happy to be able to be in such a position to, you know, create and and talk about all things queer. So yeah, thank you for having me. Absolutely. So where are you from? And tell everyone how we got connected. I actually, it's cool. It's a very cool connection. So tell everybody those things. Yeah. So um, I'm from California, but I moved to Utah when I was around eight years old. So I've been in Utah for quite a long time, um, but we actually met through uh, this great foundation called Encircle in Utah, um, and it, you know it's this foundation that had been created for uh, uh, queer youth and really anybody who's kind of uh, in the LGBTQ community who's either struggling or or just wants a place to be. Um, so they have multiple homes throughout Utah um, that you can just go to and you know meet new people and have a place to just feel welcome so yeah that's kind of where we met is through through those connections and um, I'm super grateful for that are the houses are they for people to stay at or just hang out at what are they exactly for um so they're just like for people to to come and uh not necessarily stay but they do have like activities every week and and um if if you need a place to go throughout the the day you can go and they have snacks they have drinks um they usually have some people there that you could talk to some some resources that could potentially you know save your life really um so yeah, yeah it's just like it's just a home that you can go to and, and feel welcomed and, and safe and you know because not everybody has that that uh homely 
environment to go to. So that's just kind of no, what the circle provides. That's true. So <laughs> what's been personally, what's been your experience in living in Utah? Well, you're out. How old are you now? Um, I'm 18. So you came out at 14. Um, yeah. How did you come out? So, um, so back to uh, Utah. So um, in Utah, it's a very religious state. Um, everyone is very, very extremely yeah, religious. extremely <laughs> religious. Um, and if, if you're not familiar or whoever listening to this, or if you're not familiar with the religion that is very popular here, it is uh, uh, Mormonism. So uh, being Mormon. Um, and my grandma was actually at my house the night of that I came out and uh, the topic of going on a mission was brought up. And I was just, I was kind of so thrown off and I was like, like, this isn't for me. And I know it's not for me. And I just said, I'm not going to go on one. And my mom was like, what? Like genuinely shocked. And I was like, yeah, I'm not going to go on a mission. And she was like, really? And I was like, I just don't think it's for me. And so we went into my, uh, into her room and we talked some more and, you know, it's always that, like, that, that feeling of like, am I going to tell her now? Like, is this what's going to, is this, is this how it's going to happen? Um, and it took, I would say, honestly, it took like an hour to even get those few words out. Um, sure, like sure. it's a lot harder than, than you would think to say those, those few words, like I am gay. Um, and once they finally came out, I like, it sounds so cheesy and so like ridiculous, but it was just like this wave of like relief and like weight have just been lifted yeah, off. Of course. Because, and, and, and the response that I received was so like, it was so, I'm so appreciative of it because I know not everybody has a super supportive family. And I'm so grateful to be able to, to say that I do but I do feel for those kids that don't, don't necessarily have that, but it genuinely was one of the best decisions I've made in my entire life is to, to come out. And I, I am so grateful to my family and I owe so much to them to allowing for allowing me to, you know, express myself and be who I am. What was it like navigating at school? Um, so honestly, school was pretty good for me. Um, there was obviously, you know, some moments where it was like, you know, I, okay, I expected this. These kids are, you know, you know, everyone expects to have those, those, those bullies. Fucking I guess. Assholes. You can say yeah. that's okay. Yeah. 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 Those assholes. <laughs> no, they're horrible. Yeah, sure. They're assholes. It's how yeah. they're brought up though. I mean, it's the only, the only thing they know. So yeah, exactly. Um, but my high school experience was very, very good. Actually. I had a very, a very solid friend group, a very, you know, my teachers were all super supportive. I, I did performing arts throughout high school. So um, navigating my way through high school was fairly easy um, considering that I had a really supportive friend group and a very supportive, uh, uh, you know, environment to be in. Yeah. Um, but like, I do hear the stories of kids at school who go through literal hell. Um, and oh, yeah. It's, it's yeah it's sad and you know I've had I've been called you know slurs and you know it's just it's the way you look at it it's is it am, is it am I am I gonna let that affect me or am I going to just let it wash right over my head and you know continue on being who I am because someone's little comment 
like you can't let that influence how you're going to live the rest of your life because you don't know that person you know it was two seconds of your life did that two seconds of your life suck yes are you gonna let it like influence the rest of your life absolutely not so that's just kind of how I look at things I'm like okay am I gonna let it bother me or am I just gonna let it go you know did uh did you guys grow up Mormon um yeah yeah so my family yeah that's fun so made that very hard um my dad's saying is sundays are go ahead sorry what was that no keep going go yeah so my dad's saying is like you know church is for sundays and i've grown up listening to that and and it's so true though because my dad is so good at keeping you know his beliefs and, and his uh his day for religion is is meant for sundays and i and i'm so grateful for that because like you know, he hasn't brought that into my life, making it feel like I have to make a decision between, you know, being who I am and then picking uh, a religion that is not necessarily allowing me to be who I actually am. So, you know, growing up Mormon is hard, but um, I found my way and my family has found their ways and, you know, we're, we're getting by. And so, yeah. Well, that's, that's good. That's good. I mean, there, are, I mean, there are plenty of gay Mormons. So, uh, what was it? So I came out when I was 16, but that was a long time ago. So it was different for me, but I actually, I was lucky, you know, I, I had, I was lucky. I came out at 16. I got a boyfriend like right away and it was all good. Um, I brought my boyfriend to the prom in 2000. I did all that stuff. I didn't I love think of it though. It wasn't a thing I thought about but I was lucky enough to not have to think about it because the bunch of gay people in my family. So I was lucky in that sense. Yeah. But still saying the words out loud and still getting to that point is a, it's because you're being yourself and being yourself apparently is a scary thing in this world. And everybody that hates is going to do whatever they can to to knock it down. I don't know why it's so stupid. I mean, I do know why historically speaking, but yeah. um, So that being said, do, did you, uh, you don't have to tell me this if you don't want to, but navigating your um, desires, your love, your understanding of wanting to be with another person in the way that you want to be with another person in high school, regardless, it doesn't matter who you are. Or it's still like a stupid, funny journey. Yeah. Uh, how did that play out for you there? Because I'm always, I'm always curious about that stuff because for me, it, I was fine. I talked to a boy. I had my first kiss. We did all the things. It was uh-huh. amazing. I can still remember it. Um, what was that like for you? Because I don't, you know, you don't know. Everyone's still figuring yeah. themselves out. So, yeah, no, it's. I'm actually so happy that you asked me that because, you know, I quickly found out that sexuality isn't determined right away. It's it's a huge spectrum, and. Um, you know, throughout high school, I obviously wanted those things. I wanted a boyfriend so bad. I wanted, I wanted that high school sweetheart experience. I wanted, you know, and I didn't, I didn't get that. And I, now that I look back on it, I'm like, okay. And it wasn't that long ago. I'm only 18. I graduated last year. So, but I look back on it and I say, okay, what would have happened if I did have that? And I'm, and now that I'm like, okay, like, planning that all out in my head. I'm like, what would have happened if I did get in a relationship in high school and I had the high school sweetheart experience? I'm happy that it didn't happen. Honestly, I'm sad. I was sad at the moment, but 
I don't think I would know who I fully am now because I had all that time by myself to fully explore who I am personally, because if I had somebody else, I feel like I would have been so distracted from who I really am. Cause I found that when I do talk to somebody new or, 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 um, you know, tr- like s- slowly start to fall on that line of like, okay, are we going to get in a relationship? I lose who I am genuinely because you get, you fall so quickly and good luck kid. Cause you're going to be doing that for quite some time yeah. in your life until you're older. Yeah. And then you're like, Oh, <laughs> I don't have to be codependent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, and I, my, my uncle's gay. So and he's married, so I have a very good resource to, to go to when I'm, like, struggling. I'm like, is this normal? Or, like, is this supposed to happen? Nice. And he's like, oh, honey. Oh, yes, it is. I'm like, okay. Great. Yeah, you're supposed to, I mean, you're not, you're going, first of all, you're going through puberty, and then you go through that. And then you realize, you discover the things that you discover. Let's yeah. Let's put it that way. And then you're like, well, this does feel correct. This does feel really good uh whether it involves a relationship or not i mean that's entirely up to you but there's certainly other ways to go around all of that and there's certainly things i don't know if you discovered those things or you had the opportunity to also do you feel that because of the way you were raised because of where you are that probably influences you more than gives you a conservative ship mentality inside of that because that does happen for a lot of people, especially kids, uh, my friends that are all like raised in the South, grow up Christian, Baptist. They really do have an, another idea. And then they either do one or two things. They completely go the complete opposite direction and go balls to the walls, boozing and using and sexing and doing all that. Or they're super conservative and they just take their, their time. Um. So I don't know. I I feel like maybe we should get this a little bit more clear, but I personally have, have fallen a little away from the church. I've grown my own beliefs. I mean, not, you know what I mean. No, 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 no. You're totally okay to say that. Like, because I genuinely had discovered what I believe in at a really young age. um, I feel like, Um, so I definitely am not part of the church anymore. And I, don't uh you know associate myself with that anymore but i do get what you're saying is like because i do have friends who are still part of the church but can but still want to you know continue who be who they are and i do see that happen like there is that like mentality of being more conservative when it comes to relationships which is so different to watch because i i genuinely would want to jump into something and be like let's explore let's figure out who we are, you know, let's experience things. But seeing somebody else who wants the complete opposite of that, it's hard to wrap my head around because I'm like, I don't think I could do that. Like, I genuinely don't think I, I'm like, I want to get out. I want to experience. I'm saying, I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. I got to experience it all. It's here for us to experience. What else are we going to do? Yeah. Yeah. I understand the mentality. I get the mentality of that, but I just think there's too much that is offered to us especially in the queer community because we are innately more magical and more amazing and like we just are like it's we are really a gift from god or whomever you believe in or whatever that is and it's i'm not just saying it because we are queer i'm just but i if it it truly like it wouldn't we the world would not thrive yeah no artists queer people 
um, level. It's just the level. I'm not saying everybody in the queer community is cool, but I'm just in general. Yeah. Yeah. We're better than everybody. Just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, it's true. Go off this. No, for reals, though. We, it's true. I'm like, I, I, it is true. And I always have conversations about this, even to anyone that's like all, because I talk to people all over the world and I'm always like, if you weren't there doing the work that you're doing and like, I have friends in Africa. I was like, if you literally were not doing the work for queer people in Africa, people would just constantly get murdered. So like, you're making it better by saving people's lives and like creating a culture that actually lets people understand yeah. what it means to be in the queer community and that it is just amazing. So like- No, really. But that's- It is know. amazing. It's beautiful, so, honestly. What, uh, okay. All right. So you had a good time in high school. Did you go to prom? Um, I did actually. My last prom was with a guy. So that was Yay. fun. Yeah. That's really good. Fun. Is he nice? Yeah, he was really sweet. Um, he was just uh, a friend that we had known each other throughout high school. And we were both wanting that same experience of going to prom with a guy. And, and, and I'm so glad that we're still friends. And it was, it was really such a fun experience. And I'm everyone at high school was so nice and so kind and supportive. And, you know, granted I live in fucking Utah, so that's crazy. (laughs) Well, yeah. And like, you're gonna, it doesn't matter. We always have it in the back of our brain that someone's bound to say something. doesn't matter. We're always coming out every day, you know, no matter what. Exactly. Um, That's really cool. Do you have any siblings? I do. I have a little brother. He's five. And then I have two younger sisters, um, 15 year old sister. And then I have a 12 year old sister. I mean, I guess you're only 18. So I'm like, Oh, that's a lot of kids, but it's because you know, you're only 18. Uh, That's really cool. What is, so what is, so what now? Like what is, what is, um, wait, let me go back to the organization that we got connected through. Do you do anything for them? Do you help them out still? Are you part of them? Are you always want to be a part of them? Yeah. No, I actually, now that, yeah, now that you mentioned it, I actually, on Saturday, I have uh, a photo shoot with them for a campaign that they're doing. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm still connected with them. I'm still partnering with them, doing things with them. Um, yeah. And I just feel like they're such an important like part of Utah's gay culture because they're bringing kids into the light of what being queer means. And it's so beautiful to watch because I know some kids who, who had just come out and their first instinct is go is to go to in circle. And it's, it's so much better than like falling to the internet and like, you know, seeing like, I don't, I don't want to say bad. And I don't want to say like, but it can be overwhelming at first to be like, Oh, whoa. Like every so gay. And, and that's not bad at all. That's so good. I'm so gay. Everyone's so gay. But like, I'm so happy that kids can fall to in circle and be like so calm about it. And so welcoming and so like lighthearted about it and then slowly ease them into what being queer actually means. So yeah, I'm still connected with them, still do things with them. And they're really an amazing, amazing foundation. I mean, they're very rare, their foundation because there's not enough stuff for queer youth in general. Um, So uh, Colorado actually is uh, Denver specifically does amazing work for queer youth. They have actually the only like drag queen teen uh, event called Dragutan, and it's only for kids eighteen and under that want to perform as drag queens. It's I like drag con, but for kids. 
and they they're blowing up i mean like the parents started it some parents started it and they were like these kids need a safe space to just be themselves and you have to like audition to perform it's like a whole thing i um, love that but i will say there's very few places that's why i do the work that i do with this podcast because there's not enough to like actually give a platform and everyone might think there is but like everyone's like but they're just kids i go kids no more and especially nowadays i mean for the fact that you came out at 14 uh some kids uh, i know a trans activist that came out at nine as trans like these it's like it's yeah. not the same thing it's 2021 we need more we need more resources uh when a nine-year-old goes ahead and kills themselves because they can't be themselves we have a problem and that's the that's the thing that keeps me moving and it's yeah. just a fascinating um not enough that's amen all. There isn't. So we just have to make it ourselves. And that's all you got to do. What, so making ourselves, what do you want to do with your life? So I don't know. I think I mentioned it slightly in the beginning of this podcast, but I do performing arts. Right. Um, I have since I was little. I did ballroom. I can tell. For... I can tell. I can tell. <laughs> Thank you. I'm, I'm here performing right now. No, I'm just it's kidding. It's that twinkle. It's that twinkle. It's fine. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I, I've been, uh, you know, performing since I was a child and, um, I did ballroom for seven years here in Utah, competitive ballroom oh. team. Yes. And, uh, I did, uh, uh, ballroom after that for three years, but, uh, just with my partner. So we did, you know, uh, duo competitions and, you know, we did pretty good. Um, uh, you and then probably have pictures, I'm assuming. I do have pictures. You should go grab a sparkly show, outfit. show me one of your pictures. Oh my gosh, I don't know if I, we just moved, so they might be in a box somewhere. All but right. I can totally them. email them to you if you would like. Um, yeah, but, well, I do need pictures for advertising your episode. Yeah, so. for sure. Actually, I do have my costume here with me right now. Okay. In my closet. It's so sparkly and shiny. That is a huge and... Who, what teenager has a closet <laughs> like that? What is that? A gay teenager has a closet like that. Apparently, she's going to pull out her best drag right now. <laughs> That's right. Okay, here it is. So shiny and sparkly. I'll show you in the sun. Oh, you are like full competitive, like... Yeah. Tight, yeah. spandex-y, whatever that is. Oh, I love it. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah, so you've been so... doing ballroom for how long? Seven years, you said? I did it for seven years. Um, I stopped when I was a junior in high school. Why? So, um, I, I think it was just like the, the political side of it all. It's um, annoying. I was a dancer for professional dancer since I was 16. So I get it. Oh, so cool. Yeah. That's awesome. What kind of dance did you do? I did musical theater and jazz and I was in a modern dance company and I did lots of shows and I toured and I did theme parks and cruise ships and all that stuff. So awesome. That's so fun. And then I got tired um, and I didn't want to do it anymore. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Like, I just think it was like, okay, it, I lo- it, all the fun was gone yeah, when sure. you get to the competitions and you, you, you think you're going to have so much fun. And then the people who um, know the judges or the dancers who know the judges or, you know, all those little connections come into play and, you know, you could have some of the best dancers out on the floor and they get booted off because, you know, they don't have all the connections that the other dancers have. Yeah. So it's so that just ruined the fun for me, which is sad, but um, it's so fun to say that I did ballroom for seven years. And so now what do you want to, do you want to go to, are you going to school or not going to school? 
So I'm going to go to school for performing arts. Um, it's still kind of undecided what school I'm going to continue on going to, but I'm just working right now, saving up money. And eventually I want to land in New York. So that's it's my there. plan. It's there. It's yes, there. I live man. in, well, I'll be living in Philly soon, but uh, New York City is there. It's um, definitely there. Bam. It's, it's a great city. It's a great city. I mean, if you want to do all those things, it's the place to do it. And then if you don't like it anymore, just leave. Everyone thinks it's the end all be all. It is not the end all be all, but it is totally there. That's because there's also LA, there's Chicago, there's Philly. There's yep. a lot of places that have a very amazing, extremely amazing art scene that, uh, you know, you just have to follow your tribe wherever it takes you. Definitely. It's so, fun yeah. though. It's fun. I did it. I mean, I did it for over, I did professionally for over 10 years and now I, I switched gears to choreography and this and that. And, uh, it's good. It's good. It's a good, That's it's awesome. a good field. It's a tough field that like everyone tells you. And it is true. It is tough because people are a bunch of assholes. Mostly. Yeah. Um, hopefully things are going to like shift a bit and the dynamic will change maybe, but who knows? I mean, and it's going to be different for you because you are a white boy. <laughs> you no, know, it's, it's true. It's different. It, it, it's sad. I, mean, I hate to those. say it. No, it's the truth. No, no, no. That's a whole podcast, but it's totally true. Um, that's that's a that's a fact. We know that. That's like you know, it's 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 the truth. So, uh, cool. I love that. I, I love that you're gonna take some time for yourself. You should. College is there. Where do you? Where's your? Where, if you could go somewhere where, besides New York City for a school, what what school would it be? Um, if I'm being quite honest, like my my main goal is to get to New York. But right now in Utah. Um, there is multiple colleges around here who have great uh, musical theater programs. So I want to try to at least get into to their program for at least a couple semesters, you know, so I don't fall right off, you know, fall right off of not performing and, um, you know, just kind of work my way around here in Utah until I have, you know, the resources to, to get up and go. So, yes, yeah. New York City is not cheap. It is not a joke. It's serious. So you got to have got to have that money bags. But you could work. I mean, you're cute and young. You could work there at a bar and make a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, for sure. <laughs> you know, that's just how it is. But that's, uh, you know, you don't want to that one. You don't want to be your aspiration. They can be your aspirations if it wants to be. But, you know, uh, cool. Well, all right. So we covered all those bases. We got your story, which is a fantastic story. Um, I don't always, you know, everyone always is like, you know the doom and gloom of the, the 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 journey of the story but you don't have to have that you also have to have other stories because that's just the way life is you know and we and, and uh and that's it trust me i have plenty of stories on here that they're all over the map they're all, all over all over the map that's my life story in the, every part of the country is yeah it's just all over who cares uh do you do drag oh my god no but i want to Ugh. I want to so bad. It'd be so fun. Try it. Well, I, you maybe know what? that's I what will. you could do. You'll become the next drag, uh, drag queen. You know what? I'll do that. <laughs> well, then you if you do that, it, then that's the picture. picture. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and I'm going to do it. You're not telling me. You're telling a lot of people right now. Oh, no. Listen, <laughs> right, hear me right now. Me. I will be the next big drag queen. And it's going to happen. Right. And it's going to be great and it's going to be beautiful. Wouldn't that be cool if like you said that and then I was like, oh, I remember this time on my podcast that Tyler came on. And... <laughs> so, all right, two things left. One, give us some words of wisdom for the queer, my queer, te- queer youth listeners. Uh, just some words of wisdom. What would, you, what would you have to say to them? 
don't take life so seriously. Now, I know that sounds a little cliche and a little cheesy, but I always found that when I'm taking life so seriously, things never fall into place. You know, you're constantly, you're subconsciously, you know, forcing things into place. Um, And when I, when I let the reins loose and I, and I, and I said, you know what, I'm not going to take this so seriously. I'm just going to go out there and I'm going to live my best gay life. Things were just so much, you know, smooth sailing. So that, that's my, that's my, that's my uh, words of wisdom is, you know, don't take things so seriously and just be calm and, you know, do what you want live your best Period. life honestly so yeah don't, don't be an asshole don't be an uh, asshole be, i mean be. you can be but you know don't be uh, <laughs> if you want people to find you where can they find you um so on instagram it's tyray underscore 93 um so yeah that's instagram is pretty much all that i have but uh so yeah tyray underscore 93 um and yeah thank you so much for having me it's been so fun Thank you for coming on here and chatting. Uh, I'm glad we got connected. Tell everybody that organization one more time. Uh, so it's in circle, uh, E N circle. Um, they're based in multiple locations throughout Utah. They're actually opening up a new one very soon. Um, and yeah, and it's just in circle on uh, Instagram as well. Uh, they also have a TikTok. Um, they have great resources you can reach out to and, you know, um, yeah. So that's that. One more thing. If you could pick your drag name, what would it be? Oh, <laughs> are you ready for this? Punani Dasani, and I dress up as the as the Dasani water bottle. I'd have a green wig and a blue dress. <laughs> Thank you so much, Tyler. That was a great chat with you. Go ahead and look up Tyler on social media, and of course the organization. And uh, that's it. Just have to keep telling everyone's stories. It's pretty pretty simple. Pretty simple platform. Just got to keep telling your story, especially our queer youth, queer community. That's it. If you want to become a Patreon of the podcast, of course, you can go to patreon.com forward slash queer teen podcast and learn about all the different amount you can give uh, monthly. Five dollars, ten dollars, twenty dollars, thirty dollars, fifty dollars, a thousand dollars a month to keep this podcast going. I'm gonna keep making episodes and keep talking to people, queer youth all over the world and queer adults all over the world. And every little dollar amount helps. Thank you, thank you. And I'm your host, Anthony Giorgio, and thanks for listening to another episode of QT, Queer Teen Podcast, encouraging the next generation of queer youth from across the world to stand up for what's right. And remember, listen, learn, love.